0: Just try not to we'll do. Find out. Be like I'm on a boat. We've begun.
1: <laughs> Don't pull out the cat. Oh yeah, my 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 wonderful wind of a breeze breath is on its way over to the candles. Don't already pull it out. Do you, look at how many matches are right there. Yeah, it's a lot. and there's only like two candles lit, and I'm just a klutz.
0: It's such a beautiful cat.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, fan.
0: Brian. We're using the cat. Oh. It's
1: beautiful. It's really, really pretty. I'm sad to see it go. I
0: know, I kind of want it as a friend. Yeah,
1: I I mean we can just get another one, I guess.
0: Aww.
1: We've got the plate and everything. So come on. I am no whistler. <laughs> I
0: have a fife, Guys. Have
1: a I can't stop singing Jethro Tull songs. And now
0: do the other one.
1: you were kiss by a witch one? <laughs> I know. Picture it, you're in the of witch. Guys, I am full on obsessed because Robin and I went to the Ren Fair last weekend, mm-hmm. and honestly, <coughs> like, sorry, it's okay, just a coaster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I feel like I feel that when I, of course, when I was like six years old, that was the last time I went, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is the most authentic representation of the Renaissance or medieval times, it is. which is like, even though they were a thousand years apart, it's definitely both.
0: Side note to everyone. Who knew they were so far apart? I Not me. I
1: didn't know they were that I didn't far know. apart.
0: Well, I feel like maybe
1: because, like, the Dark Ages was fucking forever ago. it's yeah.
0: span a while.
1: I mean, time, history is timeless. <laughs> That's
0: as what always, said. always say. <laughs>
1: uh, but, yeah, we had a great playlist. We we played on the way up that was all prog rock, and then Stonehenge from This Is Spinal Tap, and... It I was, was in a
0: separate car, so I ugh. didn't get to hear any of this.
1: Yeah, shout out to Zach and Jordan, who really were there for me in my time of need, uh, <laughs> just to listen to a bunch of prog rock and then go to the Ren Faire. And we both ate turkey legs. And Oh my god. I have a conspiracy theory about them. Such,
0: okay, no. This thing, You, I don't even want you to say it because it's so weird. I am weird.
1: I'm saying it as I was eating it the turkey not, leg. No. I was like... This isn't even turkey.
0: It, it, it This has got to
1: be some kind of hybrid pig meat mixed in with turkey. Yeah. It didn't taste like turkey. It tasted so
0: succulent because it was smoked.
1: Dude, those turkey legs are so big. There's no way it's from a turkey.
0: It was from a turkey. It was just from like a crazy GMO turkey. I don't know. And I also don't know. I think they can like plump it up if they if it's just if you're just getting the leg. I think they can kind of like I have a fife. I don't know. I know you have a fife, and I know you feel that way. But <laughs> I, imagine
1: arguing with the Whistler about whether or not he's the Whistler.
0: <laughs> Look, I understand that you have a fife, and it, your feelings are valid. But I need you to know that come on, the sound of a flute I'm the Whistler isn't a whistle.
1: <laughs> a I'm clue. sure this friendless whistling flautist, the trill, did feel that way.
0: Well. Anyway, it definitely wasn't pig meat. It was right. so good. Believe but it, when I it was it. like we were really full.
1: Yeah, we but were really full guys, I'm tired.
0: <laughs> the Renaissance Fair. Wow. It was the greatest thing I've ever done.
1: We saw jousting. So we, we saw the worst. ballet. The worst ever knife throwing I've ever yeah, seen. We
0: saw cat and rat oh. ballet. Which yeah, was Cirque de, de Seuil. It was so good. She
1: was also she like. Was
0: really wonderful. Like, I want
1: her to marry me in her. a lot of ways.
0: I love all of the cats that she trained. Yeah, and the rat. Um, We saw a lot of great costumes. So many stooms. We both bought some candles. Of course we did. (laughs) I mean,
1: we we had to. Also, it really did encourage me to get my candle business back up and running.
0: It made me. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. It really encouraged me to think. Hey, should I? Should I get a corset that pushes my boobs up so they're touching my chin and then they're flat out like it's they're on a platter? Because yeah, like a shelf. That seemed to be like the dress of choice, just like up yeah. as high as they could be and like fo- like uh, presented, out, like, yeah, out like they were on like a like a like a ninety degree angle mm-hmm. and it looked painful.
1: Yeah, I feel like if I did that, I would I would be shamed. I would be. I can picture. But it, exactly I'm not, sh- how I'm not I would ashamed
0: look. for anyone that it does. I think they look great. Yeah. No. I think everybody who can do it confidently looks great. I would just. But be I like, can picture myself in it, yeah. and it's my. It's a great fear of mine. Yeah,
1: I would never
0: be able to it's do kind it. Kind of the opposite of what I'm going for with every yeah choice I made I
1: want to be like instead of like out and up I want to be like flat and like
0: I want to be like as like as flattened as possible give me three sports bras Mm -hmm. to layer on top of each other so I can wear a big fisherman's sweater yeah like a bunch of Spanx hang off of me like I'm Ariana Grande
1: ooh that would be so fun
0: I just saw that
1: like a bunch of high end designers like their fall fashions is just like a gigantic oversized sweater
0: you know what that's called lamp shading (laughs)
1: Ew, <laughs> that's true. I've been unintentionally lampshading my. life. I've been life. trying
0: to, but it just comes out more like a sad. Like, well, I mean, I feel you know,
1: like I'm a chic, comfortable person, but then I'll catch myself in like a store window I, and be yeah, like, oh, I'll catch oh myself no.
0: in a reflection and I'll be <laughs> like, oh, I look like the, the child from Hereditary.
1: Yeah, or like I just look like. Like, it, it's not the intended look that I'm going for or how I feel inside.
0: No, no I look—in I, in my heart, I I have, like, this thing where I think that I look incredible, mm-hmm. and then I'll see myself and be like, no, it was all a lie. Yeah. I think that mirrors no, slap the mirrors are my face. enemy. I
1: feel like if I just didn't mm-hmm. have one, it would be better.
0: No, I, I wouldn't ever leave the house, tore it not, for— mm double and triple checking and furiously ripping off shirts in the morning being like, no, it's not right.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done that a lot. Fortunately, though, since my classes are, are so early, mm. I just, like, don't have time to fret. Yeah. And I'm just like, "It, what you see is what you get at class. Like, I don't care. And... They just see me... They must think I'm, like, some crazy spinster who's, like, 45 years old.
0: They probably have no concept of how old you are.
1: No, I don't think that they do.
0: You should also, t- you should try and convince them that you're, like, 23.
1: Well, my first class ever, I made a reference, and now I continue to do it to try to, like, solidify that I'm old as fuck, which is I was trying to, like, describe to them... you
0: like, well, you guys... I mean, I was born in the 60s, so...
1: I almost... <laughs> I think I convinced them of that because I was trying to describe to them what like a an event would be like yeah. for an example if they wanted to give an informative speech about an event mm-hmm. i won't get into what i teach but uh, i was like like for example a music festival like woodstock
0: and that's a normal event to reference no
1: one fucking knew what it was in the entire mm-hmm. class
0: their parents must have talked about it or something no or no like, it, it's in it's in culture I don't know, though. I think, like, I also have a lot of, like,
1: uh, kids who didn't grow up here. Yeah. So, like, maybe they don't know what fucking Woodstock is. So I just said Woodstock, and then, like, everyone was like, what was that?
0: We like oh Woodstock ninety nine yeah <laughs> it was a cool concert. Then no, watched. I
1: said out loud, I'm showing my age. Oh girl, and then <laughs> my like my three favorite students really in the front thing
0: to say were That's like the oldest um thing you could have said
1: yeah my my three like ladies in the front were like no you're not you're really not you're doing incredible. you're really not you look great you look so good so now I do it every class
0: you should just start dropping earlier and earlier references to be like well when I was a kid you know we would watch new episodes of I Love Lucy yeah Thursdays (laughs) just like see how far you can take it
1: just so in their minds are like she looks incredible for an 85 year old did she come
0: out of Pleasantville
1: yeah yes or I'm a bot I'm some kind of a bot I'm a robot yeah. Anyway, this is that's the, spirit. Um, that's the spirit. This is a podcast about ghosts in our lives, about
0: faking being a robot. Oh, let um, me just
1: say, it is
0: officially it is autumn. Autumn. It was a crisp fall day today. I texted my family so and I good. wrote, "What are you all doing on this perfect chilly fall day?" And my mom just wrote back, "I don't like it." What? She doesn't like it. She's a summer gal. Um, we did some, as we mentioned, obviously the Renaissance Fair, but we did some really fun events oh, this we week, mm-hmm. including s- since, well, since we've s- yeah. spoken to you, we mm-hmm. did a live show, a big live show, and that was really fun. It was so much fun. And it also was kind of terrifying for me. Yeah, personally.
1: yes, it um, was. It was a scary one. There was a lot of people there. It mm-hmm. was filmed. Yep, and you probably
0: will never be able to see it because we don't have the permissions to show you but it was filmed i accidentally dressed like i was an extra in greece i loved it i think went was actually not a terrible choice but allison's dress still was like the greatest thing i've ever seen allison you looked like a store um like oh i thought you said a store but i did say but you said a store Mm um and then we went to uh, Greenwood Cemetery on Friday That's for right. an amazing event put on by the Morbid Anatomy Museum, bridging two worlds. Yeah,
1: it was their opening party, and they're in residence there now, I think, through even November. Oh my God. So go see this show! Definitely check <gasps> it this out. Incredible. Yeah, I posted some pictures mm-hmm. to my Instagram, but I'll share them to the pods because yeah. it's so good. And we spent like two hours oh there God. just looking at so books fun. and artwork,
0: drinking some wine. You get to go up. To the attic and, mm-hmm. and look at the library, and they have, like, the books of your dreams. Yeah, it's
1: it's a fantastic place. It was unreal. I wish that it was all for sale, because I would be bankrupt. No, I would
0: have bought one of each. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like I would have bought... Michael Jackson in that documentary, like, I'll take... Yeah. Yep, okay, yep, <laughs> yeah. add it on, add it on. I'll all it. of it's the all old
1: planchettes would have been mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And, um, yeah, there's just so much to look forward to. Greenwood Cemetery in general has so many great walking tours and trolley tours, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Special events you should all check out. Actually, one of our listeners, Sheila, hey Sheila, in Texas actually emailed me this week about it asking um, how to get to Sleepy Hollow Cemetery from New York. (gasps) So, um, you can, for all of you people that want to go, you can take Metro North. Yeah. Yeah. It's real, real easy. And you can like walk to it from one of the stops. Okay,
0: because I don't actually know how far it is from the train station, but. Like every Metro North station has mm-hmm. taxis waiting when you get off. <clears throat> yeah, anyway. you
1: can take a quick taxi from Terrytown or there's another stop for like a local train that you can probably catch and get to it. But mm. I highly recommend that. Also, yeah, the Greenwood Cemeteries and of course Madame Morbid's trolley tours, oh, which is yeah. amazing. As as uh as I was gonna say as always, but I don't know if that works. They are. They're amazing. They're amazing as, always. as always. As
0: always. Um I we <clears throat> we will post photos from Greenwood, but there was I believe it's called the gatehouse where we all mm-hmm. met for this thing. Oh. It's our dream home. It's like it's it's like an Adams family gothic. Yeah. Basically like a mausoleum. Last
1: year we asked for contributions so we could buy um the gray gardens house. Mm-hmm. Not a, not enough came through no. and by not enough I mean zero. But we're definitely starting we're like if you, you want to contribute again, to We are looking our funding for this um yeah, we need to buy that.
0: Yeah, PayPal me a hundred, a hundred thousand. No, that's probably not enough.
1: It's definitely not enough. Five hundred thousand. It's gonna be way more than that. It's I gonna be like really a million dollars. How much I think. Things
0: cost.
1: Yeah, we could start with that much though, and probably get a
0: loan. That's no, a good nest egg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Um, were you going to yeah read me some emails? Oh man. Are you a
1: kiss by a witch one night <laughs> wow. um, oh man yeah let me bring up the pod uh the pod how instagram do you just get
0: you know smooch by a witch you know how does she take you by that much surprise i a hundy like i don't mean to be a hater but yeah you know i it, I, I have cues that's all That's all. Anyway, we've got a shitload of candles going here while Steph is looking up these messages. A lot of
1: crystals, and we pulled some tarot cards. Mine was the three of the three of swords or spades, Mm -hmm. depending on the deck you have. And it was it it was basically like get over your sorrows and listen to your feelings, which I'm really like feeling.
0: (sighs) All right, too devastating to reveal. Too devastating
1: to reveal. Wow, Um, our friend Sarah. Mm Emailed us and I got to. This is so her. amazing. um She goes, Hello, my loves. Hello, my love. I love you. As you may know, Dan and I have been on our honeymoon. Congratulations. That's right. They went to Hawaii mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. And tonight is our last. Oh, that's okay. It's all right. Tonight is our last night in, uh oh, Kauai?
0: Yeah.
1: Before we head home. Last night, something strange happened, and I figured I'd share it with you both. Oh my God. First off, I should say that while I enjoy ghost stories and have a few stories of my own, Sarah, send them oh to God. us. You better fucking send them. I definitely save space for skepticism, including what happened last night. I mean, we all know. Well, yeah. Listeners, if you don't know this, I am a, a real skeptic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though I fucking love ghosts, <laughs> I'm still kind of on the fence. I would consider Dan a straight up skeptic.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Although I can also (laughs) picture Dan getting really scared.
1: I think that like sometimes somebody who doesn't believe in something is like, yeah, of course you're gonna get wicked scared of something that like you can't even fathom being real ever possibly. Um all right. Also, I think I may have shared this with both of you at some point, but I have a history of having visual hallucinations at night Mm -hmm. uh, surrounding during my sleep cycle and auditory hallucinations. But, okay, but auditory hallucinations are more rare. Also, I told her in a follow up email that she needs to look into night hags. So we're covered. (laughs) Last night as I was falling asleep, I started to hear and feel the sheets rustling <gasps> at the bottom of the bed, almost oh no. as if someone was brushing sand off or trying to straighten out wrinkled sheets. It was repetitive and loud. I finally looked over at Dan because I thought maybe he was kicking or stretching his legs, but he wasn't moving. At this point, I just started shouting at Dan and asking, are you doing that? Stop. What is happening? <laughs> Dan is a very heavy sleeper and it used to th- and is used to this kind of behavior from me because of my hallucinations Uh um, that are often accompanied by nightmares, paranoia, blinding fear. I know, I know. Um, So I wake him up asking him to look around for intruders. This was totally different. I had no fear, no paranoia, just confusion at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He does his usual drill, asks if I think someone might be in our room, circles the bed, proclaims it safe, and immediately falls back asleep as I keep repeating, This is so re- weird, I really don't think I hallucinated that. I finally started to fall asleep when I open my eyes and see a large, dark, orange circle Stop. floating in the middle of the room. Shut up! I tried to focus on it, but it dissipated.
0: Oh my god! She goes, Sarah.
1: now the orb felt more like a hallucination, but that coupled with the sheet stuff was a bit intense. Of course, I Googled orange orb and it looks like it's a symbol of protection or forgiveness. So it's not a scary thing, at least. Yeah. Um, Anyway, anyway, sure, more than likely, um, I hallucinated all of this. But it also felt different from the other night. I figured you'd be interested. Yes. 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 Sarah. Sarah.
0: Sarah. I cannot believe, first of all, that you saved this for a, a private message. Yes. To the pod rather than texting me, which I respect. I do respect it but, a lot. But um, holy shit. Yeah, That's and I also um also. I need to put in the
1: the groundwork on on figuring out that ghost for you. Like I said, I would, Sarah. So I'm gonna do some deep research mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get to the bottom of it.
0: We should also I'm very intrigued by the idea that different color orbs mean different things.
1: Well, I think that like Uh, A ghost can. I mean, we know it can manifest as literally anything.
0: We know it can be any old thing. So, you know,
1: yeah. Let's let's do some research into it and get back to our friend. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, wow. We're we're,
0: we're gonna do it. That's incredible. That's a tale. I I wonder if she ever fell back asleep. I don't know. I mean, eventually in life she has. At some point, yeah. Some. Yeah. Um. Incredible. Yeah, is that that's the it. only? That's the only one. Yeah, the
1: other one was our friend uh, Sheila emailing us about how to get to those cemeteries. But I already oh, okay. sh- shared with everyone that it's really easy. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Amazing. Yeah, but we would love more emails. Everybody, please email us. Mm-hmm. I would um, love that. I forget who's who's who. I think it's me first. Okay, because I did the Beast of Bladensburg. Oh, that's right. I did after the, Mothman. the Mothman. Yeah. Um, I'm still like
0: <sighs> Kissed by a Witch.
1: I am Kissed by a Witch, but I'm also still really ashamed of my Southern accents from last time. But <laughs> you you really gave your all. I really to did. That performance I really and did. And, and you know, I didn't re- practice. It. I just well went for it. it. I just went for oh, it. Oh, you didn't practice? No, of course I didn't.
0: Wow, just nobody would have ever thin known air. that you didn't practice. Shut up, them.
1: dude. <laughs> all right. As you can probably tell, by how many candles I have going and all my crystals out. Mm-hmm. And the the vibe of this place You're today. you in a spooky mood. I'm in a spooky mood. And I'm really feeling myself. Mm-hmm. And I also feel kissed by a witch. Yeah. So and you, you know, know what I'm life. covering? Tell me. Witches.
0: Oh my god. Just in general? Just in general. <laughs> okay, listener. When I came in, Steph was uh-huh. bumping a witch-themed playlist. I, I really was. Known. Donovan was on there.
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, That one witch song by Radiohead that makes me cry. Yep. Obviously, The Witch's Promise by Dress Rachel. <laughs> um, if anybody has more witch songs I could be playing... <laughs> She'll let me know. <laughs> the craziest thing
0: no, ever. It just like puts you in his shoes. Like, yeah, hey, you're <laughs> the protagonist of the song now. Guess what? You're in the woods. Guess what? A Do you know what
1: else? It? Not only that, but through the lyrics, I think it switches to talking about the witch, like directly, and the witch's promise never revealed. We never find out what it is. She Super unclear. It I don't know, but...
0: Seems like a pretty heavy secret, if you yeah. can, Or promise. For sure. A promise can be a secret.
1: Yeah. A promise is a secret, in
0: a <laughs> lot of ways. Beautiful.
1: Um,
0: wow. So, yeah. Okay.
1: Let's get Obviously, to it. Obviously, I can't, like... <sighs> covering, like, witches all in all as a whole thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: is more than an episode's worth of, of <clears throat> material. Um, also, if you're listening to the podcast, I, I should hope that you've at least, like know what the definition of a witch is but a lot of people may think that they're you know uh old like crazy crones that that fly on brooms and like Uh that could be a witch but it also could just be somebody that likes to do herbal potions so anything could be a witch really um I would I would consider almost every single woman I know a witch and I'm proud of them
0: thank you yeah
1: is that that it (laughs) that's the whole thing that's
0: my research (laughs) wow that's
1: good no i i decided that instead of just like covering what's a witch Mm -hmm. i would find some like choice witches in history to share with you
0: perfect
1: yeah the one thing i'm probably not going to get that into is actually i will cover like two i think but i didn't yeah i didn't get into people that were accused
0: Uh of being witches As much? Well, that's the thing that I feel like we both heard the most about. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I'm ready for some indie
1: witches. (laughs) Yeah, some indie witches. So, the first one I'm going to get into is Mother Shipton. Oh, Mother Shipton. Her real name is Ursula Southhale.
0: That's a pretty good name. Born in
1: 1488, died 1561. Can't do that math. pretty fucking long for that time. What, like 80? Yeah ish i don't know also um okay so better known as mother shipton she is said to have been an english soothsayer and prophetess yes so one of her contemporaries is nostradamus
0: excuse me
1: yeah she's just like they know each the other the girl nostradamus probably they don't know each other no. but it was like you know contemporaries the first publication of her prophe- prophecies which did not appear until 1641 Eighty years after her death, contained a number of mainly regional predictions, but only two prophetic verses, neither of which foretold the end of the world, despite widespread assumptions. Mm-hmm. One of the most notable editions of her prophecies was published in 1684. It states that she was born in Canarisboro, I don't know, New Yorkshire, mm-hmm. in a cave, <laughs> now what? known as Mother Shipton's Cave. What? That's real.
0: Jesus. Wait, did she, like, come out of a bear? This is Mother Shipton's cave. She was born in that cave. What
1: the fuck? I feel like in the 1400s, it was way more, more common like they, to
0: get, like, born in a cave. The, did they live in the cave, or or did they have to go into the cave for
1: an emergency birth? There, nobody has, like, documents dating why, but I feel like if you, like, are really hoping... That your baby comes out a witch.
0: You go to a cave when cave you start birth. labor. Cave birth. As soon as birth. that water breaks, you're like,
1: go, 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 go. I'm 100% having a cave birth if I can.
0: Yeah. Can
1: um, yeah. No one can stop me. <laughs> a lot of people can I stop mean, me, but I'm going to try. Um, so you can visit it. It's like an attraction.
0: Uh, where is this? What street? This is in Yorkshire. So England? Yeah. Wonderful.
1: Let's uh, go. So, Mother Shipton was reported to be hideously ugly. Oh. People called her hag face.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> right to her
1: face, yeah. That's
0: cyberbullying.
1: Yeah. but Well, she seemed fine with it, actually.
0: Well, she was um, born in a case.
1: Yeah, the book also claims that she married Toby Shipton, a local carpenter, near York in 1512, and told fortunes and made predictions at throughout least she got married. her life.
0: Sorry, I had to interject.
1: No, that. you're right, yeah. I That's mean, nice. at least Toby, like could see past... He sounds like a good ...hag guy. face and <laughs> married her. Chronic case of hag face. Mm-hmm. Um, it is recorded in the diaries of Samuel, Samuel Pepys, I don't know who that is, mm-hmm. that whilst surveying the damage to London caused by the Great Fire in the company of the royal family, mm-hmm. they were all heard discussing Mother Shipton's prophecy of Whoa, the event. Oh,
0: shit.
1: Yes. So there's a number of, like, Prophecies that were claimed to be Mother Shipton's that aren't. One of them is, The world to an end shall come in 1881. That wasn't written by her. Some other, like, Charles Hinley, some, like, asshole wrote it in, like, the 1800s. Mm. Along with, A carriage with a horse shall go. Disaster filled the world with woe. In water, iron then shall float as easy as a wooden boat. She would never say what? that. She would never fucking not, rhyme in couplets like that. does sound out like of character
0: that. for her. Yes.
1: But she's left an amazing legacy, Um, even though nobody knows what she was or what she said definitively. (laughs) What is certain is that her name has been linked with many tragic events and strange goings-ons recorded all over the UK, Australia... In North America through the 17th, 18th, and 19th century, oh many fortune tellers used her effigy and statue, probably for marketing more than anything else. I'd imagine um, so a lot a of lot pubs of candles, with her yeah. name. There's one like in I can't. It's probably a soft K, but it, maybe Narrowsboro, and one in Portsmouth with like a statue of her above the door, which is a hundred percent like. Imagine like I a wanna stereotypical live above witch a pub That's with her. a witch statue. Me too. I would love that. And, like, if you do the doorbell, it's like,
0: it's <laughs> oh like God. the sound. <laughs> or, like, a bubbling cauldron. God.
1: Like, oh, oh, I love that. A caricature of Mother Shipton was used in early pantomime hmm. and is believed by historians to be the forerunner of the Panto Dame. So, that's like a. Uh, I'm, let me just like, click on it to make sure I'm not I do not know making what a Panto up. is. You do? Yes. Tell us.
0: It is like a, it's basically like a little play that they put on in the UK to act out like a fable or fairy tale, right? Yeah,
1: so it's basically like a, almost like a commedia dell'arte, like a stock character. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what that is, and they think it's based on her. Um, The mother shipton moth is named after her. Each wing's pattern resembles a hag's head in profile. Look at this moth. Do you see it? facing that way. and facing that way.
0: So that that thing is its nose? That's, like, the eye, the yeah. nose, the chin. Oh, my God. I see it. I see it now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Fucking <mother> Shipton moth.
0: <laughs> that hag-ridden moth.
1: Yeah, the ultimate monster would be a mothman that's a Mothershipton yep, mothman. Yeah, with a hag on him. Love
0: it. Two love times. it. Oh, I love that.
1: Yeah, so that's that's Mothershipton. Wow. I love her. Just, like, a 14th century, like, fun-loving, like... So it
0: doesn't end with her like terrible murder or anything?
1: Um, I don't actually think Ooh, I don't know, but no, she wasn't murdered. Okay. At all. I'm trying to think of when they were killing witches. Shit, I don't even know. Shit. I guess I'll get into it later, but I feel like, oh, I feel like it was the 1600s.
0: Yeah, I feel like you're probably right. But I feel As like you know, I'm not great with my history.
1: That's okay. Not a lot of people are, including me. I don't really know. But I do feel like it was probably the 1600s. So she narrowly escaped getting murdered by like 100 years. Wow. Can you just even imagine for a second that like we only escaped getting murdered by like, ooh, it was like, if it was the 16 16 and 1700s, that's like only a couple hundred years.
0: We could so easily still get murdered for so many things. Yeah,
1: but not for being a witch. I mean, in if it goes places, way, way back, if it like flip flops and it's, it comes back into style, in and some yeah.
0: parts of the world, you can for sure get murdered for being a witch. Oh
1: yeah, of course it still happens. Definitely. Yeah. But I mean, like you and I, as like as we are, mm-hmm. as we came to existence right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely getting away with being Yeah,
1: we're witchy, definitely, like, right? pulling it off. Like, yeah. Which is a blessing. Um, here we go, here we go. I have just something to tell you. Please. Rhiannon. <gasps> the Welsh witch that Stevie Nicks foretold us of. Wait, wait, wait. This is the Rhiannon? Okay, I'm not gonna really get into it, because she's not a witch. Oh. <laughs> uh... But Arianna exists in Welsh folklore. She's more of a goddess of horses, Oh. basically, okay. like a queen and goddess of horses. Okay. So, um, I mean, nothing that Stevie Nicks says in that song goes against, like, canon, so it's totally legit. It could be. Um, the only thing that goes against is when she's like, this is a song about an old Welsh wish, before she says the song. <laughs> but the song itself is fine. It totally works. Um, so I just wanted to, like... A touch on that yeah, before I get into an actual Welsh witch, oh my God. whose name I'm gonna butcher. Do your best. Oh fuck! I totally I figured out how to say this, and now I'm gonna butcher it. Here, I'm I'm listening to it again, so we can all know. Oh, that does sound really hard.
0: It's
1: got one of those like flipsy Rs. Yeah. Curidwen is this that was witch. pretty good. So. She's an enchantress in Welsh medieval legend. She was the mother of a hideous son oh, and on. a beautiful daughter. Her husband was Tegid Fole. I don't, it doesn't matter. We don't know who that is. That sounds like a frog's they lived in, Yeah, Yeah, I am imagining a toad <laughs> um, in North Wales. Medieval Welsh poetry refers to her as possessing the cauldron of poetic inspiration uh, called great. Awen or Awen. And the tale of Tiliasen, I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. recounts her swallowing her servant, who who is then reborn through her as the poet Tiliasen.
0: Oh, uh, uh, wait.
1: Okay, you'll hear all about it because that's the story that I will tell. All right. Caridwen, God, I've hit, I'm gonna forget how to say. Why do you
0: call her Carrie? Yeah. Oh, no,
1: I can't do that. If I really fuck it up, I will. Mm-hmm. She's regarded by many modern pagans as the Celtic goddess of rebirth, transformation, and inspiration. Oh, I love that. Yes, here's the legend. According to the late medieval tale of Taliesin. Okay. Kiridwen's son Morfran. Also called a
0: <laughs> Stephanie.
1: That's what the name is, dude. Was hideously ugly. So what a one 2 punch I know. You can't have both <laughs> names that are like like that. So, Kuridwen sought to make him wise in compensation, which is what I've done with my life as well. <laughs> she made a potion of her magical inner magical cauldron to grant the gift of wisdom and poetic inspiration, also called Awan. The mixture had to be boiled for a year and a day.
0: Ooh, okay. She set
1: Morda, a blind man, to tend the fire beneath the cauldron while Gwyenbach, a young boy, stirred the concoction... The first three drops of liquid from this potion gave wisdom. The rest was a fatal poison. Oh, shit. Three hot drops spilled onto Guayan's thumb as he stirred, burning him. He instinctively put his thumb in his mouth (gasps) and gained the wisdom and knowledge that Kiridwen had intended for her son. Realizing that she was going to be so pissed, Guayan fled. Kuridwen chased him. Using the powers of the potion, he turned himself into a hare. But she just became a greyhound. Oh. <laughs> he became a fish and jumped in a river. She just transformed into an otter. Oh,
0: the runaway bunny.
1: He turned into a bird. She became a hawk. Finally, he turned into a single grain of corn.
0: Oh. <laughs> what, that was on the
1: list of choices? <laughs> I don't know. He probably was just freaking I out. Like, oh, she then run- became a hen. And being a goddess, or enchantress depending on the version of the tale... She found and ate him without any trouble. But because of the potion, he was not destroyed. When Kiridwen became pregnant suddenly, she knew it was Guayan and resolved to kill the child when he was born. However, when he was born, he was so beautiful that she could not do it. She threw him in the ocean instead, sewing him inside a leather-skinned bag. That's basically killing him. Mm -hmm. Well, the child did not die and was rescued on a Welsh shore. By a prince named Elfinap Gwyna, the reborn infant, (laughs) grew to become the legendary bard to the legendary bard you all know and love. You're America's sweetheart. (laughs) America's sweetheart to the bard. Ah, I love that. Um... Anyway, you. I guess that guy was like an early Brythonic poet of the sub-Roman British oh, I guess area. He was, yeah, I don't know. Um, his his main manuscript, the Book of Teliacin, So uh,
0: great. <laughs> yeah. So she. Okay. So she she clucked up this uh, grain of corn that the man chose to become, mm-hmm. and then um, did she? I wonder if she immediately transformed back into a woman, or if she was like. Did she, no, she wouldn't have laid
1: an egg. Anyway. No, 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 she didn't lay an yeah, egg, yeah, yeah. she didn't lay an egg. It was like a, a real pregnancy. A real baby. Yeah, and like she had a, a baby from it. Also, it's interesting that this legend, like I couldn't find anything about her daughter other than like, she did have a beautiful she regular was daughter. was
0: super spoken hot. Huh? Yeah, it was
1: just a regular daughter though. Um, Cool, let me get into some other witchies. All right, covered mother shipton. Covered the uh, hag face. Mm-hmm. Everyone called her. Um, oh, I also forgot that because she was so ugly, people thought her father was the devil. Oh, come on. Honestly? She couldn't have been
0: that ugly.
1: Listen, if you are born in a cave and people call you hag face, <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's a, It sort of I guess people call you it for no reason, but it's still just, I feel like. Uh, yeah. It's hard for me to even picture a person that ugly. Yeah,
1: I mean, and I guess same. that's a
0: privilege in a way. Same, yeah. Short of somebody who was unfortunately born with some kind of deformity, mm-hmm. but that's not her fault.
1: I don't know. Oh, also, she's said to be buried on unholy ground at her request.
0: Well, I respect that.
1: Dope. So let's get into some of the witches. All right, this is one that... Um, she wasn't a witch. Okay. But I'm going to cover her because she was a badass. Okay, great. Malin, I Matt's daughter. Okay. Nick? Swedish. Hmm. Uh, she was a widow of a f- of Finnish descent, but living in Sweden, who was accused by her own daughters ah. of being a witch. Come on, guys. But in this case, there was no sorcery involved at other at, at all. Instead, the daughter's charge was that she abducted their children and took them to a satanic sabbath honestly it just sounds like like malin was babysitting the kids and like took them to a cool dinner exposing her to culture i also if my mom did that with my kids i'd be like sweet like
0: can i go next time yeah like why
1: did you go without me save the fun stuff for when we can all do it together malin along with anna simmons daughter hack i don't know were the last victims executed for being witches during the great Swedish Swedish witch hunt of I didn't, got it, 1668 to 76. So probably yeah, they're from okay. the sixteen hundreds.
0: I had no idea that Sweden had a witch hunt as well.
1: Did you know that it's often refer, referred to as the Great Noise?
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. I, I don't do, know why. But I like that. Uh what makes her unique is that she is on record the only witch. Mm-hmm in Swedish history, to have been burned alive.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Ease. Normally, witches were decapitated or hanged to death before their bodies were burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. So they were burned, but But not alive. But it appears Malin's refusal to admit her guilt at all made authorities less gracious in their sentencing. Unlike her fellow deathmate, Anna, who humbly asked for forgiveness, but never did admit to being a witch, Malin firmly maintained her innocence and her goings and her goings out made history. Wow. In the end, she refused to shake hands with any of her daughters. And as one of them called out to her to repent, Malin gave her daughter into the hands of the devil and cursed <gasps> her to eternity.
0: Ooh. Yeah.
1: So if anything, she was That's
0: like, great fine, move. I'll fucking become a witch. Guess Th- what? I hope the <laughs> devil gets Satan, you. Here's my fucking daughter. Yeah. Take
1: her. <laughs> as the flames covered her body, <gasps> She reportedly did not scream, nor did she appear to be in pain. For the locals, that was probably just proof that she was a
0: witch.
1: Wow. Honestly, if I'm going to die being accused of something, I'm going to, f- like, full-on adopt it. I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna the be devil like, will get you, watch and, this, you watch and you, it. and you, come skeletons, yeah, come goblins, and, like, just burn. <laughs> Those can't be your last words. They might be.
0: Come skeletons.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just my own skeleton coming then. <laughs> Uh, so I mean all of her daughters were convicted of perjury after that so That's she just died so for sad. nothing I know it's very devastating um yeah I'm also gonna cover just a couple more witches if you don't mind of course if you don't mind.
0: Well, uh, I don't at
1: all. Anne Boleyn's on here but you already covered her we did a, a whole thing about that buy one a witch. Uh, nah, nah. there's one called Aradia she's an Italian witch radio. Yeah. Um she's also like there's this guy Charles Leland mm-hmm. who wrote Gospel of the Witches. I love that. Um yeah, in the late 19th century and this when he was in Italy this this lady named Medalena gave him a fucking book, like probably hand-sewn book and that's when he that's why he was able to write radio or the Gospel of the Witches. Mm-hmm. Um she's presented as being a kind of goddess of witches what yeah the actual basis of the story is um her birth from the goddess diana and lucifer <gasps> so that's like crazy wow, crossover world crazy colliding. crossover so much crossover wow. her followers were supposedly we'll a group of picks. witches yeah that it survived since the 12th century using radius knowledge of witchcraft to fend off the Roman Catholic Church's attempts to wipe out paganism in Tuscany. Yay. Was she a goddess of Italian witches or merely a powerful witch from the 14th century? I'm gonna say she was. I mean. A goddess of Italian witches. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and what's that Italian witch I love so much for Christmas?
0: Oh, ugh. I almost said like grimple something nona it's a bu- la bu-
1: No. Bu- bufana oh oh la bufana yeah. Yes, i love her god i love her so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fucking love her um we don't really have time for this one
0: but do it anyway how long is it
1: i'm just going to touch on it okay because this witch I am, like, jonesing for proof that she existed. Okay. Morgan Le Fay.
0: I've heard that name.
1: Is King Arthur stuff, which you know. You do love that. I really need to be real. Um, powerful enchantress in the early Arthurian legend. Uh, she's uh, earlier in the, actually, in the legend, pe- they don't really elaborate on her character beyond, like, she's a goddess, She's a sorceress. She's maybe even benevolent. But Mm -hmm. then she switches to being, like, good and evil whenever she wants because people are complicated and and women are witches and, like, they can just do whatever they want. Yeah. And, like, you don't need to, like, put me in a fucking box. Yeah,
0: like, you don't have to be one or
1: the other. Yes. Yes. Uh, her prominence increases over time in the legend. Oh, and she goes from being, like, a savior and a protector to, like, a nemesis of King Arthur. Also, I also found that she was, like, his sister, but maybe had a kid by him, too. Oh, no. A lot of fucked up stuff. Um, she's magical. Her prominence increases over time, as did her moral ambivalence, like mm-hmm. I said. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. Yeah, I love I mean, so much. I
0: also, you know, I get that. I yes. Guess too.
1: So she's either a hero or an antagonist. Um, yeah. Do, 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 do. Also, uh, you know, she's a legend, so I don't really know if we don't know if she's real, but in my heart she is. Mm-hmm. Thought to be descended of the Druids.
0: Thought I know to be descended of the Druids. I love Druids.
1: Which I have not covered, but okay, fine fucking twist my arm. Yeah. I will. <laughs>
0: Challenge to you next time. Uh, I think you know what to cover.
1: Yeah, I wow. think I fucking know. Uh, apprentice of Merlin. We all know who Merlin is. <laughs> and a vindicted adversary of some Knights of the Round Table. I love that she was like, Arthur, you're a jerk. Your friends you're suck dick. Let
0: some me of sit the Round table. table, I
1: like. Lancelot is a fuckboy. Um, no all the while har- harboring anything. a special hatred. For Arthur's wife, Guinevere. (gasps) How come? In this tradition, she is also sexually active and even predatory, taking numerous lovers that may include Merlin. May I don't know? Just like an old ass wizard. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Why not? And Aquilon, who I don't know that is. Sounds with an unrequited love for Lancelot. That's probably real. That she was like, he's fucking sex. You should kick him off
0: the table. Sex. (laughs) He sucks so much. Like, I just wish I didn't have to see him, like, all the time. Mm It's crazy. So, like,
1: her role in this whole thing is all over the place. But I think she's my favorite maybe fake witch of all time. Mm. She's an immortal queen. I love her so much.
0: Um, God damn it. I love her so, so much. Can you picture her being the witch in uh, The Witch's Promise? She a hundred percent
1: is the witch and the witch's
0: promise. Okay.
1: Because especially when you get into the lore of the witch's promise, uh-huh. it's all about how the witch kisses the man. Yeah. The man waits for the witch. Yeah. The witch takes too long. And now the witch is waiting.
0: Aww. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. He like like <laughs> The
1: man gives up. He was like, I was under <laughs> your spell, witch, but guess what? It's worn off. Oh, no. And then she comes back and is like, but wait, Lancelot. But wait, I made a witch's promise with you. I promised. I forced you into a a promise with me. (laughs) Yeah. So there's 800 pages of lore on Morgan Le Fay. But I just want to mention her as like, Pretty much, my patron saint.
0: She sounds great.
1: Yeah, I love her a lot. Um, also, very, very quickly, people get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Witch of Endor is a witch that is mentioned in the Hebrew fucking Bible, guys. Ooh, I've
0: never even heard of that.
1: Yes, she is a woman who summoned the prophet Samuel's spirit at the demand of King Saul, and then was like, "Your entire battle, your entire like army is going to die in battle tomorrow, and so will you, but not in battle." It came true and he killed himself yes so basically it, it comes up a lot in terms of like with judaism it's like i it's basically like necromancy mm-hmm. is like being able to see spirits and then if you can't if they're not there if they're there for you you can only hear them it's basically they're just trying to like interpret what's going on there mm-hmm. christianity is like fuck Fuck, fuck, fuck. We're not supposed to be able to talk to or conjure the dead. That's fucked up. We don't know what to do. But it's like in the text. And then spiritualists basically take it as evidence that mediumship was a thing in ancient times. Mm -hmm. And that it's cited in debates between like spiritualists and or spiritualist apologists and like Christian critics that this woman was a medium was respectable, honest, lawful, and like possibly even more Christ-like than most. Oh wow! So um, yeah, some I like love that. sweet pagan uh, shit in all our old cool documents. God, yeah, that's just a few of the witches in history. Round of applause! Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but can the witch? What if the the witch and the Whistler got together? Well, that's, mm, that's a little bit what I'm
0: picturing. Just like, yeah. I have a fife. I'm going <laughs> to give you a sponge. Yeah, he's just fifing along, yeah, whistling in the woods. She's sneaking a yeah, sponge gets between breaths. kissed by a witch. Um, okay, so while I'm pulling up my thing. You Tell check, me a tale. Could you check to make sure the soup is on? There? Oh, yeah, sure.
1: I mean, <laughs> like, let's see.
0: You were
1: kissed by a witch.
0: Okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, it said it's it going to come in like two minutes.
0: Okay, awesome. All right, so I also chose a kind of ambitious one, but I decided to kind of, I don't know, I I cut it down as much as I could to try and leave out hearsay, etc. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a little bit about The Lost Colony of Roanoke. (gasps)
1: Stop! Oh, I just read so much about this. Really? Yeah. So you
0: can please feel free. No. Interject away no. because I
1: only really have some bare bones. Stuff that is here. so insane that I went from the Beast of Bladenboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and now you're doing Roanoke and also North Carolina. No, Virginia. Oh, what? Wait. Really? Yeah. Wait. Really? Did I misremember this
0: entire thing? I'm I'm pretty sure Roanoke is in Virginia, dude. I guess you're right. Fuck. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, they're not far from each other. Wait. Today
1: it's North Carolina.
0: Roanoke is? Yeah.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I guess in 1589 it may not have been... But today, it's Dare County, North Carolina. Oh, okay. And okay. I think I was confused because obviously I was watching American Horror Story of Roanoke and it takes place in North Carolina. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. In 1584. <coughs> Oop. Whoop. All right, starting over. 1584, Sir Walter Raleigh dispatched an expedition led by Philip Amadas and Arthur Barlow to explore the eastern coast of North America.
1: That's also why I thought it was North Carolina
0: because it's North America. Raleigh. Oh, yeah. Well, they're they're right it's on the top same of area. Each other. It's yeah. basically
1: the same exact thing.
0: Um, they arrived on Roanoke Island on July 4th, shout out, and soon established relations with the local natives, the Secotans Sekato- the and Croatans. I know <gasps> that I'm saying it bad. Wait, it's Croatans. Not the way I said it. I Croatans? it's Croatans. It's not Croatoans? No. Like, later on... I'll, I'll, you, we'll get into it. Psyched. Um, so, Barlow sent back information about the colony to England. Raleigh organized a second expedition to be led by Sir Richard Grenville. Um, and life in Roanoke was less than ideal. There was hardly any say. food. <laughs> People were fighting with the local tribes whose land they'd stolen... During the initial exploration of the land, the Europeans blamed the natives of the village of Aquaskogak for stealing a silver cup.
1: Oh, no. Mm. Honestly, like, what even? It's just expensive. Who it's not cares. even useful. What are they going to do with a fucking cup? Yes, pack? it's not going to, like, feed your kids yeah. or your livestock. Well, in
0: retaliation, the settlers decide they were going to sack and burn down the <gasps> village. Yeah. Oh, my God. So All over a silver cup? fucking cup. So tensions mounted. What if it was the Holy Grail? Another retaliation? You think it was made of silver? Hell no! Probably not. Well, why risk taking it to the colony? True. Um, uh, So that that sparked another retaliation and the attack on the colonists' fort. It was very tense, very awful, cold, no food, awful. Great. So in 1587, um, a group of 115 colonists was sent to establish a colony on Chesapeake Bay as kind of like a follow up. They did this little experiment. You know, a lot of people from the original group that was fighting with the locals ended up leaving. Mm-hmm. Went back to England because they they could and they wanted to. So there were not a ton of people left. So they were like, let's send a new group there, whatever. So the second round like trying fucking desperately to get yeah, people to just stay. Being like, and come and on, work. guys, we can make this work. Um, so the second round of people was led by John White, who had accompanied the previous expedition to Roanoke, and he was appointed the governor of the colony. So within the new group, there were 12 assistants who were helping out with the new settlement. Do you feel like, sorry to interrupt, but do you think that, like, when he
1: arrived, he was like, I'm the governor, people were like, um, who's this jabroni who's coming second? Probably. And declaring himself the governor?
0: he was there second, but he had already, he knew the people from the first one because he went with them the first time.
1: Oh, so it's so kind of like when you're doing a project and your project coordinator sucks and then, like, fucking Daryl from, like, the other it's account like, hey comes guys. in. And he was like, yes, oh, Daryl's going to help us. help you out. Great.
0: So, yeah, he appointed 12 assistants and they were ordered to stop at Roanoke to pick up the other people and, like, bring them to the new little you know whatever new settlement they were going to make but when they arrived on July 22nd 1587 they found nothing except a squelette oh uh, what a, a single squelette one skeleton a solitary squelette so yeah they couldn't find anyone but uh, white refused to let the colonists go back to the ships being like um no we're like we're in Roanoke we're going to like make our colony here <laughs> like we came all this way that's crazy so, honestly. Like yes yeah. I know
1: that the ship took like 4 weeks but
0: one squad. What? I just turned around. Yeah. I know. No fucking way. Mm-mm. So John White who is the leader managed to establish a relationship with the I I know that I'm going to say it stupid again. Croatian people and other local tribes. However, the colonists persuaded White to return to England and explain the colony's desperate situation because they were like, something bad happened here. Like, yeah. We should really Report figure back. this out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the remaining men and women who had made the crossing, plus White's newly born granddaughter, Virginia Dare, who was the first English child born in the Americas. Um, like, those people stayed behind... Uh, John white and a small group I guess went back uh, to England so got it they left in late 1587 but because of a lot of external factors including like various wars breaking out and money problems and whatever uh, he wasn't able to return to Roanoke for three years oh my god yeah. so like how many people did he leave behind 115. <gasps> Yeah. <sighs> so and eventually they, he was able they, to they like felt join. Abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He was able to he couldn't even sail himself. He got onto another ship and convinced them, like, please stop at Roanoke for me. And they were like, Okay, fine. So they made landfall on August eighteenth, fifteen ninety, on his granddaughter's third birthday, mm-hmm. but found the settlement deserted. His men could not find any trace of the 90 men, 17 women, and 11 children, nor was there any sign of struggle or battle. The only clue was the word Croatoan carved into a post of the fence around the village, and the letters C-R-O carved into a nearby tree.
1: Wow. Yeah
0: all of the houses and fortifications had been like actually dismantled rather than destroyed which means that they didn't leave in a hurry they took things apart or somebody did or somebody did um before he had left the colony white told the colonists that if anything happened to them they should carve a maltese cross on a tree nearby indicating that their absence had been forced but there was no cross which white took to mean that they had moved to croatoan island which is now known as hatteras island But, again, for some weird external circumstances, he was unable to conduct a search. A massive storm was forming, and the men whose ship he had gone on refused to take him any further, and they left. Sucks. Like, they definitely were on that island. Yeah. They didn't even get to track. Wow. So, White never mounted another rescue attempt, and he died three years later. (laughs) Oh, I mean, like, if you're that close to death, it's like, I can't just fucking, like, go again. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna go. What am I gonna go to this like creepy fucking island? Yeah. So, the first round of information concerning the fate of the lost colony came from a famous Captain John Smith, leader oh. of the Jamestown colony from 1608 to 1609. According to chronicler Samuel Purchase, Smith learned from Chief Powhatan—Powhatan? Powhatan? Oh, I don't no, know. No, dude, it's, I mean, like, I'm trying. We don't know how to say hmm. it. We're just saying. I'm just trying. Um, So he learned, uh, apparently the chief said he personally conducted the slaughter of the Roanoke colonists just prior to the arrival of the Jamestown settlers because they were living with the Chesapeans, a tribe living in the eastern portion of present-day Southampton Roads subregion who were related to the Pamlico tribe in Carolina and refused to merge with the Powhatans. Yeah, all right. So, infighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, however, no bodies were found, no archaeological evidence has been found to support that claim. And furthermore, recent reexaminations of the Smith sources, uh, by an author named Brandon Fulham, apparently, suggested that the massacre described by Powhatan was actually of the 15 people left behind by the first expedition. So that skeleton they found. Oh, wow. That's what he was talking about. Oh my god, I completely forgot that, like, that was never solved. That was never solved, except that's what they think happened, but still, that means that the fate of the second colony, nobody knows. Um, no one ever checked Croatoan Island? I don't think that they've found anything significant there to, like, suggest that that's what happened. I I, I even read all this already, and I'm still just like, that can't possibly be true. In 1937, near the Chowan River, about 65 miles west of Roanoke, a stone that was later referred to as the Dare Stone was discovered. Dare Stone. I know, right? It just tells you not to do drugs. Oh my god. So the stone (laughs) provides a bleak record of events, um, and so it had, uh, I guess, it had some stuff carved into it.
1: The stone did? Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Uh, And according to the Stone, the colonists moved farther west past wetlands until a horrific uh, Native American attack in 1591 killed most of the settlers, including, uh, I can't say that name, I don't know how to pronounce it, but basically Virginia Dare, um, John White's granddaughter, and her mother, John White's daughter, were killed. Um, and the stone acted as the last word of Eleanor Dare, who signed it. Um, so that was like the only record of some, of like some shit went down. Right. So there was an attack. Doesn't seem like. How far away is that from Roanoke? It is 65 miles west of Roanoke. Fuck, but it doesn't you say far that. Away. Yeah, that's a far away. It doesn't say that all of them were killed. So it still doesn't really, you know, it's still not. Yeah, clear. where's the others? I mean, that's a great question. Also,
1: why the fuck did they leave to begin with?
0: I mean, that's a huge question. I'm just asking. I mean, if I had to guess and I don't know anything about it or anything about history or, you know, colonial peoples. We're always going to put our money on. um, But I would say, I would actually guess that, like, probably the tension between them and the people whose land they stole kept mounting and they Definitely probably just got fucking run out
1: yeah i mean that or, or um or ancient ghosts, ghosts. Yeah. yeah in
0: well,
1: all honesty though yeah it was probably like get off our get fucking, off our fucking land, land you assholes um by
0: 1740 europeans had re-established farms in roanoke valley and the area has continued to thrive but stephanie it's not without its ghosts still <gasps> there are still some ghosts of roanoke that wow. i'm going to tell you about please do According to a March 1902 article in the Roanoke Times, the men of the city were being terrorized by a woman in black. Wow! It is said that men would tremble at the mention of the woman, and children cried and clung to their mother's dresses. Men would tremble. Men would tremble, dude. Wow! No one knew name or why she was in Roanoke, she has a sexy secret. Though she never physically hurt anyone, the way the woman would unexpectedly appear then suddenly vanish was enough to strike fear into even the boldest of hearts. Oh, I
1: mean, a woman dressed in black suddenly appearing is like time (laughs) to die. Time to
0: die. uh, The woman was described as to be quite strikingly beautiful with dancing eyes and a black turban that hid most of her face. When she spoke, cold chills would run down men's spines. One prominent Roanoke merchant, upon leaving his store after midnight, ran into her. She materialized out of nowhere and tried to flirt with him. Oh my
1: gosh!
0: So bold! Said, I know, right? Ugh, teach me your wings. I know. And she said, "You're not the first married man that I have seen to his home this <gasps> oh, night,
1: girl." I know. I honestly I feel love like her. the only way I could do that, I could be that bold, Pretending is if be I or be dressed best. in like a fully covered black dress and then shrouded everything but my eyeballs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I. That's then when I would feel my I want. yeah, way. I'd whatever like, everyone So yeah, terrified and speechless, that man dashed inside. You missed out, dude. On yeah, that would have been the the mm-hmm. ultimate best. Mm-hmm. Gotta think. So then we've got the Patrick Henry Hotel, built in 1925. During its days as a hotel, it catered to traveling salesmen. It had an ornate lobby, spacious ballroom, and 300 guest rooms. In 2009, the hotel was transformed into apartments, uh, although some of the original interior decorations remained intact, like antique chandeliers, Mm. uh, old skylights in the atrium. Um, But what hasn't changed is that the old Patrick Henry is still haunted. Reports of lights turning on and off by themselves, guests encountering unexplainable cold spots, and bodiless footsteps being heard in the hallways continue to this day. When a team of ghost hunters visited the hotel, they had their fair share of paranormal delights.
1: (laughs) Paranormal delights. Like Um, the Turkish delights.
0: Yeah, it's my new brand of of ghost-shaped candy. Um, They recorded several EVPs, uh, which they said were the conversations of dead tenants. They also claimed to have witnessed three ghosts dressed in tuxedos in the hotel's ballroom. Yeah, which is fun and spooky. Yeah, but like not from Roanoke no definitely not just like unrelated hotel. yeah yeah and then people have also seen the apparition of a man smoking a pipe on the second floor oh yeah sorry these aren't roanoke ghosts they're ghosts that live in roanoke
1: yeah and i so, think also yeah. probably ghosts are more likely to live yeah, in Roanoke it's, it because feels it's like a, a hot
0: spot hot spot i don't yeah. want to say ley lines but i will could be right on top of a i'll line. say
1: a ley line anytime <laughs> that i please
0: Well, room 606 has been reported to be the most supernaturally active place in the Patrick Henry Hotel. According to local lore, this was where a young airline stewardess was brutally stabbed to death. Her vicious murderer then stashed her bloody body in the bathtub, and he was never caught. What? When a female guest stayed in the room a few years later, she claimed that the ceiling above her bed (gasps) opened up, and the ghost of the stewardess descended to touch her hair. That is... Okay, I'm going to I'm going to call it fucking
1: terrifying. That's the scariest thing I've heard on like th- that you've said forever. <laughs> the ceiling, forever.
0: Opens, the ceiling up. opens
1: up, a ghost descends upon you and it just touches, touches your, your hair. hair. Uh, okay. yeah. Yeah, fucking uh, imagine. I imagine that it's also, like, a full-on, like, you can see. It's not, like, I'm picturing it, it like be a person. Like, like, there's, yeah.
0: like, a thundering, like, void behind it. Yes. Like a swirling, thundering void. But it's
1: clearly a, a, a woman, and she's, like, slowly descending yeah. upon you and oh yeah. you. She's
0: coming out of the thundering void.
1: That is so insane. I know. Okay, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. When parapsychology teacher Deborah five. Carvelli took her students to the same room... They, too, witnessed the same spooky phenomenon. Oh, my God! The same exact thing? I believe so. And a few students even said that they envisioned the the bathtub being full of blood and water. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And there's also a ghost there named Lucy who's said to have died in her room, but still likes to wander around in the wee hours of the evening. Sure. Um, And also, more than one report, uh, in the hotel of a man dressed in 1920s clothing, which is vague, but... Yeah, that's fine. You know, it sounds probably a tux or mm-hmm. like a hat or something fun. Yeah. Anyway, so those are some of brono
1: That is so cool.
0: And, uh... We should go. We should go. I would really love to go. Yeah,
1: Patrick really wasted his opportunity when he was in at Wake Forest for like fucking seven years or something. Well, he
0: was doing school.
1: I mean, he is stuff, I guess, but... Sure. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. 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 You know, it just goes to show you can't just, uh... Kick Indigenous peoples out of fucking land,
0: massacre and displace, um, you know, the Native people without expecting some kind of backlash. There's going to be some retribution, karmic or otherwise.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like probably the other foot's like hasn't even yet fucking begun to drop on that in terms of like it's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. Whew. yeah we're the yeah the reckoning <laughs> is going
0: <laughs> well anyway listener mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what do we have coming up oh yeah we've got uh drinks with the dead this weekend so yeah. we will report, we'll back report on, on that.
1: that we got um some cool like halloweeny episodes
0: coming up mm-hmm. halloweeny
1: i said weenie
0: love lo- you love weenie talk i
1: do and but only so if it's about you. miniature hot dogs and barbecue sauce
0: Oh, yeah. What do you mean?
1: Delicious. I I one time saw I've had, like, (laughs) one time. Routinely, Tommy eats, like, an entire package of those in a bowl of barbecue sauce.
0: (laughs) I could for sure throw a whole whole cardboard tray of pigs and blankies in the microwave and gobble them down.
1: Yeah. It's like almost a a soup that Tommy eats of barbecue sauce filled with miniature weenies. And he gets pretty mad if you try to eat one. So it's my favorite activity: is watching Tommy eat an entire bowl of, <laughs> Ugh, of hot dog I feel soup. Sick. Stop, it. Stop, it. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Barbecue hot dog soup. Stop. It's a Thanksgiving tradition
0: Whoa. and a Christmas Whoa. tradition, and every every single day that he anyway. comes home. Okay, look, I have to report that only the very top of the cat candle's head has burned.
1: Yeah, but you can kind of see the beginning of. Be careful, Stephanie. It's okay. That's the beginning of the skeleton. A There's a skeleton inside this cat candle, which we we didn't mention. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. It's going
0: to be so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, What is my tip? Um, Do your best not to um, destroy and rob an entire race of people when you can. But I guess a more actionable tip would probably be... (sighs) um, I don't know. Uh, visit, visit beautiful Roanoke.
1: Yeah, and- <laughs> I do like that first tip though a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that like you know, there's a lot of stuff we can all be doing on a daily basis mm-hmm. to fucking check our privilege. Yeah, and um, including
0: not like. And when I say all, I mean colony. like only
1: white people. So by us all, yeah. I just mean white people. So I don't know. That's what I'll say. Yeah, that's what I'll say.
0: Mm, I would also say like. Okay, unless you're going to like a new planet, don't sign up to be like the first round of people going to a new colony. Yeah, you know, even then, that's even like then, like the that new is like the frontier of, of
1: people that we're going to displace is the aliens. Well, I mean, I may be, like who's that's hilarious because they're definitely going to kill us all if we ever get yeah, that far. Yeah, if
0: I mean, anything they do. they're going to come and displace an humanity on Earth. Like you know, it yeah. And if of course you do sign up for my worst first, fear is a milk boy. Yeah, if you <laughs> don't start, dude, I can't. If you sign up to go to an alien colony, you know you got to go into it expecting like you're probably going to die in some crazy weird way. Mm-hmm. But that's you know you know that going into it. Yeah, so just, you do. That's all. That's all I got to say.
1: What's your tip? Well said. I think that my tip is to um, honor the history of witches and mm. don't laugh at someone if they tell you that they're a witch because Uh, that doesn't just mean that they like to, like, cast spells and wear black. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of really, really cool history here. Pagan religions and nature religions Mm -hmm. are real and old, the oldest of time. Yep. So you got to honor that. You got to respect. You got to
0: honor that.
1: And, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of power there. And in terms of just, like, not even, like, magic, I feel like um girl power is what i'm saying i guess fuck yeah yeah, girl power yeah uh that's that's what i'll say burn a
0: candle do
1: do some palo santo get a fucking crystal read a book about witches light it up yeah light it fucking up
0: um yeah i love that um listener you can follow us on Instagram at That's The Spirit Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter yep. at SpiritPod.
1: Email us, Podcast at gmail.com. Yep.
0: Um, you can go to our website, That's the spiritpodcast.com. And please email us. We would love to hear from you. I swear to God, I will read it out loud. She will. She is not kidding. And
1: I will personally respond to you. Okay? Probably. And if you request a limerick, I will write one. She'll definitely. If you want me to sing The Witch's promised to you and send it to you, I will do Nobody it. Nobody is going to ask. I will do it, whether you ask or not.
0: Okay? It's, it's like, don't make me sing.
1: Honestly, if we ever have like extra content for people like at all, it's going to be like, here's my weekly Jethro Tell cover. <laughs> like,
0: It's yeah. going to be all the songs <laughs> that we've like... Come in, started to sing, Mm. just like compiled into a Spotify. We
1: should make a playlist of everything I've like forced you to hear me sing before we start recording. What is the
0: one that's about like fucking dinosaurs or something that like oh oh, jungle
1: um jungle life. Tarzan Boy. Tarzan Boy, soft. yeah. I love Tarzan Boy.
0: I don't think Tarzan... Is Tarzan Boy on Spotify? I don't know. We'll we'll check it out.
1: I don't know. You're going to have to go see if Baltimore is on Spotify.
0: Okay. Well, we'll post an album from um, this weekend, Morbid Anatomy and Renaissance Fair, and then mm-hmm. next week we'll post some pics from Drinks of the Dead. So look forward to those. And we love you very much. And we'll see you in hell. See you in hell, everyone. Goodbye.
1: Bye.